Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. First Corinthians 4, Servants of Christ. Let a man regard us in this manner as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. In this case, moreover, it is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. But to me, it is a very small thing that I may be examined by you or by any human court. In fact, I do not even examine myself, for I am conscious of nothing against myself, yet I am not by this acquitted. But the one who examines me is the Lord. Therefore, do not go on passing judgment before the time, but wait until the Lord comes, who will both bring to light the things hidden in the darkness and disclose the motives of men's hearts. And then each man's praise will come to him from God. Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively applied to myself and Apollos for your sake, so that in us you may learn not to exceed what is written, so that no one of you will become arrogant in behalf of one against the other. For who regards you as superior? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did not receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? You are already filled. You have already become rich. You have become kings without us. And indeed, I wish that you had become kings so that we also might reign with you. For I think God has exhibited us apostles last of all as men condemned to death because we have become a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. 
We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are prudent in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are without honor. To this present hour, we are both hungry and thirsty and are poorly clothed and are roughly treated and are homeless. And we toil, working with our own hands. When we are reveled, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure. When we are slandered, we try to consolate. We have become as the scum of the world, the dregs of all things, even until now. I do not write these things to shame you, but to admonish you as my beloved children. For if you were to have countless tutors in Christ, yet you would not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I became your father through the gospel. Therefore, I exhort you, be imitators of me. For this reason, I have sent to you Timothy, who is my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, and he will remind you of my ways which are in Christ, just as I teach everywhere in every church. Now some have become arrogant, as though I were not coming to you, but I will come to you soon, if the Lord wills. And I shall find out not the words of those who are arrogant, but their power. For the kingdom of God does not consist in words, but in power. What do you desire? Shall I come to you with a rod, or with love, and a spirit of gentleness? Some of the big, big things that Paul says here is, of course, that, um, you know, he's saying one of the things as a servant of Christ, we must be good stewards. And one of the biggest keys to being a good steward is being trustworthy. That's right where he starts out. But he says, but it's not about me trusting myself or even you trusting me. It's the one who sent me trusting me. It would be Jesus is the one who should trust us to be good stewards. You know, in um, 2 Timothy 2, he talks about how we should all live our lives worthy of the one who has called us into service. That we shouldn't be entangled, worried about this world, worried about all the affairs of what's going on in this world, the current affairs. Not getting entangled in the affairs of this world, but being found worthy and trustworthy. So Jesus is the one who has called them into service. And he says, as apostles. Now, a lot of times when people read that and say, oh, the apostles, well, that's that's the 12. And then when Stephen was martyred, he was replaced by Barnabas. And, and you know, and but that's, no. that That's actually a, a, false teaching or a misrepresentation of what an apostle really is. The apostles did not go away in the first century. Otherwise, whenever you read about the five-fold ministry, that would be a waste of ink and breath for Paul to talk about. He's an apostle because that ministry is responsible for establishing things. So if someone is called into something... The apostle is the one who's going to train them up so they can be sent. So if someone's called in as an evangelist, the apostle will train them up as an evangelist. And then when they're ready and when God gives that that, um, confirmation that they're ready, then the apostle will send them out. So apostles are also uh, very common today. The people who do believe in apostleship really only look at them as church planters. And that is one form of establishing. 
But he says that as they are the apostles, they're looked down upon. They're they're made, they're they're looked down upon, and they're looking uh, like fools. But it's for the one who sent them. Like all these great things are happening out there, all these great works, the evangelizing, the the healings, the all those things are happening. But the apostles are like um, the ones that are training them up to go out into war. So it it looks like they're just servants. They're not actively in the battle, but that's not true. They're very much so involved with the battle. And he says that um, you should know, you know, sometimes you're thinking, well, fine, then you're not going to come to me. You're not going to come visit. You're just... Because you're just doing that, you know, lowly stuff over there. He goes, no, what if I do? If the Lord wills, I will come see you. But it's going to be all on what God determines and what God calls us to do. So, we've all been called to something. And we must be good stewards of what we've been called into. We must be uh, trustworthy and deemed worthy to the one who has actually called us. So, Father, thank you that you care for us so much that you give us uh, responsibility, you give us talents, you give us strengths, you give us a purpose, and it's all in you. And I just pray that as we step into calling, as we pursue our calling, or as we just begin the journey and trying to discover what our, our calling is, that we could... Be found trustworthy in knowing that it's not for us, it's not for our glory, but it's always for the kingdom. It's for you. It has nothing to do with our arrogance, our boasting in ourselves and who we are, but always boasting in you and who you are. Thank you for your love and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website, 
at walkingintruthministries.org. And um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.